The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts i'm saleha mosin and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome. It's our number three, our number three of our radio program, the rare and appropriate, rare and appropriate boxing monologue. Saw some video of Pac-Man and I said, I got to talk about this. Will Manny Pacquiao fight again after being beaten to a pulp so bad he can't even open his eyes and feed himself in the days after the fight. We will take a look at that story and where it is going, and we'll do it right now in our number three. You can call it a Pac-Man glitch is what you can call it. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Mather Show. We are united in the air everywhere as we talk about chicken crap, coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and powerful microphones of FSR emanating live 
From deep inside the Magic Radio Box, the Fox Sports Radio Studios in the Northwoods. And we thank you for spending some time with us. We have lame jokes of the week, so if you have a good sense of humor, good hour for you. If you got no sense of humor, bad hour for you. But that'll be coming up later on. Our lead this hour comes from pugilism. That's right, fisticuffs. The rare and appropriate, rare and appropriate boxing monologue, Manny Pacquiao. Well, he popped up on our sonar. And I was not planning on talking about this, but I saw the, this clip that's bouncing around social media. I said, holy crap. Holy crap. I got to talk about this. So the boxing legend was pummeled, right? Just absolutely pummeled, beaten to a pulp. Literally and figuratively, in his recent fight, he's in bad shape. Manny Pacquiao's not doing well. Now, I don't know if you saw this clip or not. Maybe not. Uh, but following his recent loss to a Cuban welterweight, your Dennis Ugas, I believe is how you pronounce his name. Uh, and I don't know. I never heard of the guy. But the guy uh, kicked Pacquiao's ass. And so some footage of Manny Pacquiao has been bouncing around the pinball machine of sports chatter. And it showed a bruised, battered, and beaten Manny Pacquiao struggling to open his eyes, unable to really open his eyes, while being spoon-fed some kind of, it looked like maybe a mashed potatoes dish, uh, by his wife, Jinky. Uh, Jinky uh, Pacquiao uh, posted a, uh, a little clip on social media showing her husband's uh, Who? body just uh, shattered. Just shattered. Uh, and this has led to more of a growing uh, drumbeat from uh, boxing aficionados that say, this is it. Manny Pacquiao has to retire. He has to retire for the good of him, for the good of, of the sport, the blood sport that is boxing. So I wanted to talk about this. Now, we've casually followed boxing for some time. So let's discuss. Are you going to go thumbs up? or thumbs down on this being the end of Manny Pacquiao as we know it, and he will not get back into the ring. He will hang up his gloves. So I am going to go thumbs down, all right? I'm going thumbs down on this, and I will explain why. My views on this, you got Dr. Phil, Little Shop, and Instruction Booklet. And we will connect all of these things together. And we'll make the Baba Ganoush. All right, Jerome in Kansas City. We're going to make the Baba Ganoush. Now, first of all, looking in to the Maller crystal ball, Manny Pacquiao, here's what I see happening. He will briefly step away. That's the micro. It will certainly not be permanent, and it likely won't even be all that long. Manny has stepped away from the sport before. In fact, I believe before he got in the ring in this fight, he had not fought in a couple of years, so he took a couple of years off. He came back and just got melee in the ring. Now, he keeps circling back now, going back inside the, the canvas, inside the ring there. And in the macro, uh, he will be back training and promoting before you even realize that he was away. Now, why is that? Why is it? Let's get into the mind of Manny Pacquiao. Well, the reason is... He needs to have a visit with Dr. Phil. He needs to have a visit with because he's got an addiction problem, right? This is both his life's passion and his life's addiction. 
And as a result, you don't box professionally for over 25 years and then just stop cold turkey. You know, now you could argue this is the wake-up call and, and when Manny's back to normal and they'll show him the video and they'll say, well, Manny, you want to keep doing this? But he's a, he's a boxer. He's a guy that this is his life. This is what he does. And he'd say, okay, well, that's part of the deal and I'll be fine. I'm fine now. And so what? But even after beating like a, a pinata, it's not going to be enough. Now, this is a guy with, I think the, the number was eight. I, a world titles in eight weight classes, which is a record in that sport. And he's you know, tough guy. He's like, hey, I'll, I'll hang around. I'll come back. In fact, before this fight, Pac-Man was discussing, the uh, people around him were discussing a, a fight with Floyd Mayweather. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Now, secondly, uh, keep in mind that Manny Pacquiao has all the telltale signs of being a washed-up boxer. I'm not disagreeing with the people saying this. I'm just merely saying that he's not going to retire. Uh, I'm not telling you that Manny is making the right call on what we believe will be the decision to continue his career. We're just telling you what's going to happen, not what should happen. And I had a chance. I did not watch this fight live, but thank, thank God for the Internet. You can watch these things whenever. Uh, and what I saw, the word is bewildering, bewildering. Uh, 11 days prior to this fight for Pac-Man, his opponent was switched because of injury. And so Pacquiao wasn't even supposed to fight this guy, but he ended up facing this Cuban welterweight who was supposed to be on the undercard, and uh, you guys just kicked Pacquiao's tail. And Manny was a heavy favorite in the gambling market. Manny was... You know, people were betting money on you know, it. Usually happens with a big name boxer and the and the no name. But Manny was un. It looked like he was unprepared for his opponent, and it was such a lopsided fight in terms of power punches and things like that. I was like, I got to check this out. So I, I looked at the stat sheet and it was a little shop. It was a little shop of horrors. Was the punch stats the the term that is a boxing term, the living, breathing embodiment of the boxing term punch drunk. Uh, Manny Pacquiao, if you if you want to know why he appeared groggy, look at the CompuBox stats for this fight. Manny, who looked slow to the eye as far as effectiveness, uh, and on defense he had almost uh, almost none. He, you know, he did attempt 815 punches, which you could argue is a lot of punches for Manny Pacquiao, but it doesn't matter how many punches you throw. It's how many punches you actually land, right? Like, I can sit there and throw punches at air and shadow box, but it's not really effective. So Pacquiao, in this fight, attempted 815 punches. He landed just 16% of them, 130 out of 815. That is a mind-blowingly bad number. And the jab, the Manny Pacquiao jab, 475 jabs he attempted in the fight. He only landed 42 of them. Let me repeat that for those of you that are a little slow in the back of the room. Manny Pacquiao out of 475 jabs. You know what a jab is, right? He landed 42 of them. That's less than 9%, 8.8%. Now, on the other side, the Cuban boxer, the Cuban welterweight, this Ugas guy, he tossed 405 punches. He landed almost 40% of them. He landed almost 40% of his punches, 37.3%. You very rarely see that number. Usually the number at the end of a fight, watching these fights over the years, the number's a little, you know, it's, it's, it's like between 16% and 37 somewhere 
in the the uh, closer to like 25, we'll say. But the jaw-dropping number from this fight is the welterweight from Cuba connecting on what percentage of power punches, which are the most important punches, the power punches. Those are the ones that do damage. The number, 60%, almost 60% of power punches. Manny Pacquiao was a punching bag on power punches. Uh, the guy, this uh, boxer, you guys, attempted 171 power punches and connected on 101 of them, 59.1%. And that's how you end up being bruised with your eyes so puffy and your hands so damaged, you can't even feed yourself. And there's Pacquiao's wife in this video clip uh, feeding him some kind of goulash and... People in boxing will tell you uh, the, the, the point of demarcation for Muhammad Ali was Trevor Burbick uh, against Muhammad Ali, a washed-up Muhammad Ali. And this had the same vibe to it. But again, I'm not sitting here telling you that I believe Pacquiao is going to stop boxing. In fact, the final thought on this, the only thing that will keep Pac-Man from getting back into the ring would be running for presidency in the Philippines, which he has said he plans on doing and then obviously winning, becoming the president of the Philippines. Now that would be, that would be something that would stop. Otherwise, he'll eventually be back. And again, I, sooner than later, lickety split. And in fact, there's already talk from the Pacquiao camp that he is considering a January rematch against the guy that just bloodied him, this Ugas guy from Cuba. So some friendly, unsolicited advice. I'm an answers guy. Like, I don't believe Pacquiao is going to retire even if you tell him to retire. He's not going to retire. So if he's not going to retire and he's going to continue to fight, what should he do? So here's some friendly advice from an overnight gas bag. Manny is 42 years old, and what he needs to do now is follow the money team instruction booklet. The money team instruction booklet. Floyd Mayweather, we goof on him all the time for these fights, but he is a Rhodes Scholar at the sham fight. The shyster fight. He's mastered it. He's figured out the recipe, the, the 11 herbs and spices that go into this, and it's finger-licking good. It's finger-licking good financially. And he knows how to scratch the boxing itch when he needs money. Instead of going to the ATM or taking out a loan, he knows he can make 80, 90, 100 million, sometimes more than that. It's a sucker's game, but he knows he can get in Mayweather in the pocket of the public and get into their wallet. And I will venture a guess that Manny Pacquiao has the same ability. Years ago, I was at a Pacquiao fight, and the amount of love that Pacquiao had from the Philippine community was insane. He is a god, a deity, uh, the archangel in the Philippines. And you know, in Vegas, they loved over the years when Pacquiao Pac-Man would fight because the contingent of fans from the Philippines would, and a lot of big gamblers loved to gamble, and they would just fill up the casinos. It'd be great for the casinos and all that. So he can he can do the same thing that Mayweather's doing. There's plenty of punk YouTube dopes that you can fight. And if not YouTube guys, there's ex-NBA players. Where's Nate Robinson? How about Nate Robinson versus Manny Pacquiao? Or you know, go down the list. There's, there's, you know, Lamar Odom. I don't care. Maybe, maybe those guys are more up to your speed if you're Manny Pacquiao. 
uh, you know, fight Rajon Rondo. I don't care. Just um, do something along those lines. You can make your money. Not that you need the money. You've ha- you got a lot of money. You make your money, and you don't have to worry about any real stranger danger from some young. But hey, he's not even that young. This Cuban welterweight guy that just you know, punched the snot out of Manny Pacquiao. Uh, is the Ben Maller Show. If you would like to discuss any of what we have just talked about, you can join us here at 877-99 on Fox. We have Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week, which will be coming up a little bit later in the hour. A little bit later in the hour. We look forward uh, to that. And we, we often hear from people in sports that, you know, people that are fans, well, the fan's voice is not heard. The fan's voice has no power. What if I told you that a single fan, one single human being who was a fan, cost a professional athlete $40 million? One fan heckling a professional athlete cost that athlete $40 million. Would you believe that? You don't believe that? I'll give you the story. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zen won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zin.com slash find. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so... 
there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Listen up, Mattler Militia. The Ben Mattler Show is the show of the people. By the people, for the people. Join the movement and follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Mattler. And you can tweet at and follow our technical producer. He plays all the music and most of the funny sound bites in the Ben Mattler Show. His first name is Roberto. His last name is Flores. You can follow him at Raider underscore Rob 24. You want the bigger balls? Make a bigger balls if you want, baby. And now live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Mattler. We are... Professionals, they get paid to talk about balls. I come up to someone on the street. They say, hey, what do you do for a living? I say, well, I I talk about balls all night long. That's what I do. Footballs, baseballs, basketballs. Occasionally, we talk hockey, which is not balls. It's a little piece of rubber. And then we talk about that, too. Uh, we'll take some phone calls. We have lame jokes of the week coming up in a little bit. And also the story of how one fan, one single fan, cost an athlete $40 million because of something that they they did. So we will uh, get to that coming up here in a couple minutes. But back to the phones we go. The Maller Militia would like to speak. And so let's go to the phones. We'll say hello to Joe C., the ghost hunter, who's in Ohio. Hello, ghost hunter. Hey, what's going on with your blind callers? They're very feisty here. I don't know what's going on. You tell uh, me, yeah, Joe yeah. Well, Anyways, uh, Eddie wanted me to call talk about the bat that you guys had in the studio. Well, not you, because you're at the Mallard Mansion. That's right. But, um... I got a question. Uh, it, I mean, not a question, but um, they're not going to hurt you. I mean, if they fly around, whatever, they're not going to bite you or whatever. Or just now, Joe, see, well, now, sounds like now, a man why, who's encountered a lot of bats. Well, yeah, Joe, I, why, how do you know I, this, Joe? What are your credentials? Oh, I've been in about 15, 16, maybe 20 locations that's had bats flying around my head. So it's not, yeah, you know. So if a this bat is while chasing ghosts, yes. Okay. So in a, in a bat, if a bat flies by your head and just kind of grazes your forehead, are you okay? You're good on that. They don't. Yeah, take you know, you it, it, yeah. It'd be like it'd be like if like a bird was in the location and it flew by your head. Same same concept. It's not going to hurt you. Whatever. Yeah. So our bats but, like like fish. I I one time I was be- I was really cool. I got to swim in a school of fish. I was in the middle of, yeah. and the, none of the fish touched me. 
But I was surrounded by hundreds of fish, but they had their sonar and they just stayed away from me. Bats have the same thing, the same concept, right? Absolutely. They're blind. That's right. Uh, I have another question. All right. I have another question, and this is a serious question to you. So when you got your realtor and you bought your brand new house, did you ask the realtor if the place was haunted? <gasps> no, I, I did not. I did not ask. Eh, bad job, bad by, job you. by you. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guarantee. Eh. I guarantee it is haunted. I. I think I'm high as uh, as that guy Jed who fled because they've been painting the house and I'm inside the house. I've been sniffing the paint fumes all day here. It's wonderful. It's outstanding. <laughs> so I should call. I should call a guy like you. You're like a real life Ghostbuster. You're like Bill Murray, but in real life. No, 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 no. Don't oh. do that. Uh, oh. I mean, if you start seeing stuff move on uh, their own and uh, yeah. like you see full body apparitions walking around or shadows, you might want to get a hold of somebody. So now, so, Joe, as a as someone that works in the ghost hunting business, are you offended by the Ghostbusters franchise? Do you feel like this cheapens what you do? No, now now the movie was uh, the movies were great, except for the last one, which was pretty much terrible. But uh, was that the, the all TV female, show? the all female one that nobody watched? That was a disaster. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, There's a new one coming. But out. yeah, but as for the TV shows, the TV shows are trash. So what you get on a TV show is not what we do. Yeah. So, what he does um, is serious business. You know. Now, but how I many? Do- how many? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I'm curious here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna mm-hmm. entertain this, Eddie. Yeah, I think you should. I learned from Art Bell. So how many different types of ghosts are there? Are there an infinity? Is it infinity? Is there an endless type number of ghosts? Or are there only like two or three usual types of ghosts? Well, either you got, uh, you got, the, um, you got the intelligent ghost, which they will answer you back. Well, if I become a ghost, I will definitely not be an intelligent ghost. I'll be a dumb ghost. <laughs> Okay, then you would have a residual ghost, which is when they were alive, they just basically do the same thing, and they would not know you're there. So this is like the broken record ghost. They just yeah. they, they do their thing, and they just okay, all right. That's the second absolutely, type. Absolutely. And what's the other? What's the other type? And then you got your demonic. Ooh, the poltergeist. Yeah. Well, I've got. I've had to deal with that a few times, so that was. So, what's your technique there? How do you? How do you deal uh, with usually, the demonic? Well, usually you call a medium or something like that to try to get rid of the situation, or you move out. One of the two. So, You're talking to exorcism, <laughs> an exorcism. Who? Yeah, well, not an exorcism because that person probably is not possessed. It's probably the location. So you would have to get somebody to clean that location out how do you do that like what's the technique great question great question great question if i knew that i'd be doing that all the time oh i just basically go into a location and find evidence that it is haunted now do you think that when you when you pass away someday would you like since you're the ghost hunter would you like to then turn into a ghost uh, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I, uh, it might be uh, fun to, to, to kind of spook people to be a ghost. 
Joe, it might Joe, be. Yeah, yeah. All right. It, well, it, yeah. Now we're going to move on, well, but thank you. All right. Joe C., the ghost hunter. He had more to say, but we're on a tight network clock. Tight network clock. Uh, let's say hello to Regina, Spin Cycle Regina, who's in the Twin Cities. Hello, Regina. Hello, my Ben Ben. I am wondering if you will give me time, please, a little bit of time to try my own version of Baba Ganoush. Well, you're on the air right now. Yeah, well, what do you need? How can I help you? Well, I wanted to know what do you think is weirder? So I've got Purple People Eaters Experience, Twinkie News for my Twinkies, or Being on Hold with Koopy Coop. No, I definitely want to hear On Hold with Koopy Coop. <laughs> I knew you were going to pick that one, darn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one I want. That's, I want to Watch find out. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm on hold with Koopy Coop. He has to come online and say, hello, who is this, who are you, and what are you doing, and why do you want to talk to us, and all of that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm outside. I've got my speakerphone, phone's on the charger. I'm outside in the, on, on the patio trying yeah. to clear three coyotes out of my yard. And he's like, hello, who's this, who are you? <laughs> it's just like, Koopy Coop, Coop. He's like, oh, my God, Regina. Fine, hold on. <laughs> Regina, what is going on with you, Regina? What is, uh, what is, what is, what is going on? Okay. I do anything to try to get a hold of you. I do anything to try to get a hold of you. Wow. Well, I, anything. I don't know about that. That's uh, interesting. All right. Very... Now, Regina, yep. we, just, we just had this ghost hunter on. Do you believe in ghosts? Oh, absolutely. You do? Absolutely. Uh, I've had my own experiences. Luckily, none of the demonic stuff, all the good stuff. I've got good ghosts you know, in my I've, life. I got to tell you, full disclosure, I've never, I've never seen a ghost, but when I dated, I got ghosted a lot. So I, I know that <laughs> ghosting, but I don't know like actual, actual ghosts. I don't know if that's actually the same thing that he was talking about. Probably not. Probably not. But that's... You know, it's like you date. You, you go on a date with someone, and they, they text you back, and all of a sudden, they never write back after. They're like, "Whoa, what the hell was that?" I got ghosted. I got ghosted. So, anyway. all right. Oh, well, Regina, so say you, you live in you live in a high coyote area, there, Regina. You live I, in a, I yeah. apparently am now. Yes. <laughs> now, have you been on any more party buses? I remember last. I think it was last week or a couple weeks ago. You were you were first. You were out drinking, and you ended up on a party bus. I'm, I'm trying to curb my enthusiasm because I'm now working. So, yeah. Oh, that's right. You're going to be an honest woman now. You can't be out there frolicking around. No. I understand. Yes. No. All right. Well, thank you, Regina. You're, you're in some of the jokes. I, well, we get to those, so keep listening. Um, joke writers love you. It is the Ben Maller Show. Listen, it can happen easily. A few drinks become a few too many. It's time to go, and you think of calling for a ride home. Nah! What's the worst thing that can happen? You get pulled over, you lose your license, you total your car, you end up killing someone. Drive sober or get pulled over, paid for by NHTSA. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, 
for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zen won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zin. Find your Zin online or in a store near you at zin.com slash find. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never 
going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready for jokes? Are you buckled up? Are you prepared for the lame Hold jokes? Hold on a second. All right. Snap your... All right, I'm ready. Okay. Knock, knock. Who's there? Lame week. Lame week who? It's Big Ben's lame joke of the week. Jokes. It's lame jokes of the week. It's not just one joke. It's lame jokes of the week. They will not fix that in imaging. They will not fix that. The imaging department is screwing me over every single week. Anyway, all right. We'll do the jokes anyway. These are actual jokes sent in by actual listeners. Just regular people like yourself that have... A good comedy sense. If you want to send jokes in for a future edition of Lame Jokes, send them care of Ben Maller Show at gmail.com. Ben Maller Show at gmail.com. Make sure you put jokes in the headlines. And we may, may use your joke on the air. You can send your joke whenever. You can send it right now. You can send it tomorrow, the next day. Just try to get it in as early as you can on Thursday. Because when I wake up, I put the jokes together. That's normally how that works. So let's do it. Here we go. Did you hear that a sinkhole in Pennsylvania swallowed a Hardee's drive-in? No, I did not hear that. Well, not to be outdone, Lizzo swallowed three Hardee's drive-ins. <laughs> so, our friend Gordy in Tacoma, Gordon in Tacoma. How fat is Lizzo? Uh, I don't know. How fat is she? She is so fat, Eddie, her nose doesn't even run. That's how fat she is. Come on. <laughs> The soon-to-be wedded wedding uh, wedded man. I could talk; that would help. Anthony in Anaheim. Why was Lizzo disappointed with her vacation? Uh, I don't know why. Well, she said if a place is going to call itself New Delhi, it should have at least curry and some sandwiches. <laughs> so, uh, James, the machinist there in Minnesota. What is Lizzo's ideal engagement ring? Uh, I, I don't know. What is her ideal engagement ring? Well, that'd be an onion ring. You know, it's delicious. And- <laughs> I, do, I do love a good onion ring. They are pretty good. Now, do you like uh, the yeah. thick onion ring or the thin onion ring? Uh, probably better. thicker, yeah. Have you ever had the hats onion rings? I have not. Yeah, oh, they're, they're pretty good. They give you like a whole bag. Yeah. It's a it's a local pastrami place in Cal in L.A. here oh, in yeah. California, but uh, pretty good, yeah. I, I like the onion straws, too. That's oh, pretty yeah. good. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. those are good, too, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love onion. Right. Period. No, How about a bloomin' onion? You like a bloomin' yeah, onion? Yeah, bloomin' yeah. onion. Come on, give me the bloomin' onion. I tried to make one of those at home. It did not come out good. <laughs> it did not come out good. There's a special kind of onion that they do, and it's all. The- anyway, uh, what does NASA call a uh, Lizzo landing on the moon? I-, I don't know. What do they call that? Defying gravity. <laughs> That's just Josh. Hey, why did Steph Curry's mom start dating online? Uh, why did she do that? I don't know. Well, because she had Adele. <laughs> <laughs> Kurt from Earth. Coop, you got anything over there, Coop? I don't, actually. Okay. No, nobody right. sent me anything. I sent you a few. Why, oh, yeah. why has Deshaun decided that golf is really the sport for him? 
I don't know why Deshaun Watson we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Why did he decide well, well, golf is a game for him? He heard Eddie that it involves birdies and strokes. I'm excited there. Inca Terror sat that one in. Uh, as as he did this one, what is the difference between Pepe Le Pew and Matt LaFleur? Oh, Pepe Le Pew and Matt LaFleur. Hello, Pepe. What is the difference? <laughs> Le Pew chases after love. LaFleur chases love away. So, <laughs> that's Inca Terror. What do Trevor Bauer's dates and pitching career have in common? Mm, I don't know. What do they have in common? He has never had a no-hitter. Wow. Bill from Iowa. Here's a relevant joke, Eddie. What did Nolan Ryan say to Robin Ventura? (laughs) That is relevant. I don't know. What did he say? You're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Is that not a great... We got to get that as a... That's a wonderful... Once you see that meme, you just keep repeating it over and over again. You're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. All right. Uh, why is Steph Curry so focused on improving his game? Uh, why is that? Well, he just realized how good his parents are at shooting their shots. <laughs> oh, yeah. What a mess for the Curry family drama. The drama-o-rama. What does Deshaun Watson uh, – when does Deshaun Watson go from being a quarterback to a wide receiver? Uh, when? <laughs> well – He's getting a massage, of course. Come on, Eddie, please. Uh, it's uh, Johnny from <laughs> Glasgow, Kentucky. Glasgow, Kentucky. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not yeah. that guy. That's right. See, you're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Joe Biden hosted the WNBA's Seattle Storm this week, and he took a knee in uh, support of the team goals there, Eddie. Did he really? Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, Biden then took both knees in support of the Taliban goals. So he did that. Uh, that's Gordon <laughs> in Tacoma. Who is uh, who's a bodybuilder's favorite mariner? I don't know who is a bodybuilder's favorite mariner. Chris Flexen. <laughs> Eric in Kansas. What do these San Diego Padres and San Diego school kids have in common? I don't know. What do they have in common? Well, they both went on summer vacation and can't get home. (laughs) That's about right. That's Gordy in Tacoma. Well, the Lakers found out that they may be in violation of salary cap rules. Oh, really? Yeah, it would not be a problem if they didn't get a paycheck and claim Social Security. So that's the... That's that's a George in Rochester, Minnesota. Anything, Coop? No, nothing coming in? No. All right, we'll pause for the cause. We'll have the rest of Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. We'll get to those, and we will do them next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. We are always looking to proliferate the Maller Militia, help our grassroots movement, add new listeners to the Ben Maller Show, support our noble efforts by posting comments about the show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You have the power to influence others to join the cult of the Ben Maller Show. And now live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. And the jokes keep going on over and over again. Jokes, 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 jokes. So how do you know Blind Scott is not a racist? I don't know. How do you know that? 
He doesn't see color. <laughs> uh, that's Joe Daddy. Not my daddy. It's Joe Daddy Racist. in Jacksonville. What are the lame joke writers offering up at the Ben Maller Show booth at the Minnesota State Fair? Uh, I don't know. What are they uh, offering up? Stick on a stick. Eek in Roseville, Minnesota. What do David Gascon and Santa Claus have in common? Uh, I don't know. What do they have in common? They both work one day and uh, one day a year, and are always trying to sneak into kids' rooms. Wow. <laughs> so Bill from Iowa there. Uh, so did you hear that Gascon was on the Mallertown podcast, a fan podcast? The P ones have started. Yeah, I, I, I did hear that. I thought that was uh, unfortunate on their part. But yeah. yeah well, I, the, uh, the reason he was on that podcast is because every town has to have the village idiot. So they had to, <laughs> they had to do that. That's Chris in Des Moines who sent that one in. Why is Jed who fled a fan of Lizzo? Why is that? Well, he likes to hide behind her when the cops are chasing after him. It's good, <laughs> it's good decoy. Can't, can't find him. Coop, anything Coop. Anything? Uh, no. It's a negative. Uh, slow night for the Coop jokes. The offensive jokes. Uh, why was Sir Scratchoff standing in a foot of water wearing a pair of Daisy Dukes? Oh, boy, I don't know. Why, why would he be doing that? Well, the sign next to it said, Shallow Gene Pool. <laughs> uh, did you hear that Goldman Sachs has now uh, crunched the numbers and figured out the net worth of Maller's Mountain of Money? Oh, really? What, what is the net worth? Yeah, it's, it's roughly $16.90 is the answer. That's just, uh, Eddie, that's the amount I got. I recycled plastic bottles for two months, and I went to have them recycled, and I, uh, I got $16.91 was what I, my take. Was, was it worth it? No, but I'll do it again because I'm a glutton for punishment. Uh, what do Philexis and Roberto uh, have in common? Philexis and Roberto, what could they possibly have in common? Well, they both do something with hot dogs. I don't know what that's all about. Successful cooking with Roberto. That was from Anthony in Anaheim. What's worse than being a Finley fanatic? Oh, boy. I can't imagine what could be worse than that. Well, it was being, being weed man, Sir Scratch Off, or the manager at Robbie's favorite buffet would be uh, bad. Uh, Eric, Eric and Ken taking a gratuitous cheap shot at Robbie. The Mariner fan. Uh, what did Lisa call? I was still getting jokes about Weed Man and Lisa. What Lisa! did Lisa wake up, Lisa? Uh, what did Lisa call her divorce papers from Weed Man? Hmm. Uh, I don't know. Some kind of celebration or something. I don't know. No, no. no. She called them a high-powered stain remover. <laughs> high-powered stain remover. All right. Uh, let's see here. I don't know if I should read this one on there, but I mean, I'm going to send this to Roberto and see if he. Coupon bite on any of your jokes? So you're gonna try, no, try the no, other guy. No. Well, this is more of a Roberto joke, so I don't know. I'm going to send mm, it to him Interesting. Right now. I mean, that's probably fine. It's hard. I think we've used it before, but maybe Roberto can can read it. What do you think, Roberto? You approve of that? Yeah, he's, that's he's fine. Looking... All right. You want to read it then? You, yeah, you can read it. Then? That's fine. You sure about that? Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, why can't you tell Roberto a secret? I, I don't know why can't you tell Roberto a secret? Well, he's come on, Eddie. He's known to spill the beans. Come on. That's, uh, <laughs> wow, was that from Angry Bill? <laughs> no, that was Anthony and Anaheim. That racist. 
that racist oh. Anthony in Anaheim. Racist. Yeah. Wow. I asked Roberto. Racist. All right. Uh, what did beer drinking Brian say when his doctor told him that he might need a frontal lobotomy? A frontal lobotomy. Uh, I don't know. What did he say? He said, I'd rather have a bottle in front of me than a frontal lobotomy. That? <laughs> That's Eek in Roseville, Minnesota. All right, let's do one more. And we'll put the baby to bed here. Are you ready for the final joke here? The closer, if you will. All right. Did you know Half Pint is writing poetry while she's in jail? Oh, Eddie? is that right? Yes. Yeah, she sent a snippet. Roses are red. John Deere's are green. I love my weed. You know what I mean. <laughs> oh, my God, all right. That's a Joe Daddy in yeah, she's Jacksonville. Her time very well there, yeah. Cannot wait for that poetry, Eddie. That that's uh, we're gonna win the night. We are gonna win the ratings night. We are gonna dominate the competitors. Can you imagine how great that poetry is gonna be? Nobody can stop the claw. And she still doesn't have a radio in jail, so she has not been able to listen to the show. Uh, from what we understand, I, w- w- wouldn't it be amazing if she sounds totally different when she comes out of jail because she's completely sober now, half pint. And we can understand every word. That would ruin the magic of Half Pint, but it would be good for her, but it would ruin the bit on the show. He met me on my John Deere wearing McGee Bainsey. Yeah, just like that. But what if she doesn't sound like that anymore? What do we do with that? No one can stop the claw. Well, somebody, the police stopped the claw. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.